Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What's up? What's going on? I'm going to adjust this because I'm taller than I always set this for myself, <laughs> and I end up looking like a slouch potato every time I just time like I the noises. That... I know. It's just like mic fumbling. Our audio listeners love it. Thanks, Spotify, for your <laughs> audio fidelity to make us uh, really showcase all of our mistakes. <laughs> all right. Well... Uh, make sure you guys are uh, following us on all of our social medias, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Nerds with Friend. No S is the easiest way to find it. Um, and I think on TikTok, it's Nerds with Friends podcast, I think. Yes. Yeah. I haven't updated in video in a while. All, all <laughs> we'll, of that, we'll put some clips. All of that info, uh, nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Easy enough to find. Um, make sure if you're watching on YouTube, you like and subscribe. Leave us a fun little comment. We love all the comments we've been getting so far. Um, you know, Antonio said he was very sorry about all your PS5 uh, <laughs> things, the dealings. And uh, hopefully today uh, we'll actually have uh, some better news. We'll see. We're going to try to do uh, some we'll – try, try to get PS5 on Walmart.com during our break. We'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll You're either going to see me really fucking happy or fucking really pissed off. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a rough time trying to get one of those things, which I guess is understandable. It's new system, COVID, there's probably manufacturing issues. Goddamn blood-sucking resellers. Yep, blood-sucking resellers. Yep, Nelson. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give our, he doesn't listen. We, yeah, he, does, he doesn't <laughs> listen. That's what's funny. Uh, no, we, we give him a hard time because he resells toys and he complains about resellers, but we love you, Nelson. It's like, you know the thing that people are doing with PS5s that I do with toys? <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it when it happens to me. <laughs> now this is going to be the episode where he listens and he's right like, you okay. son of a bitch <laughs> shout out nelson shout out nelson uh yeah lost a lot of weight he's yeah looking, looking really good all right well let's get down to business uh so we can get to our break and try to nab one of these ps5s let's start with some nerdy confessions um where we confess things that make us nerds and let us know also in the comments on any of those platforms give us some of your nerdy confessions we love hearing those guys from you too and it's basically you know, for the uninitiated, maybe some of the new YouTube watchers, we just kind of confess the things that, you know, it, it's either something we're ashamed of as a nerd or something we're just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I, I'm so deep into this. You know, it, it's just or what we're watching and binging like lately. Right. For shizzle. For shizzle. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, uh, I'm ashamed that <laughs> my nerdy confession, I'm ashamed that it took me this long to start watching Titans, even after yeah. you recommended it. Uh, it is. It is really good. It's really, really good. Um, although I'm surprised, I didn't like, didn't know that so many people wanted to fuck Robin. Dude, like, Robin, Robin <laughs> is the most fuckable sidekick in the history it's of sidekicks. It's crazy, like, dude, like people were really trying to get in a, you know, Dick Grayson's pants. I guess. Yeah, like, they're trying to get that dick, dick. You know what I'm that saying? Dick, dick. <laughs> that dick, dick. It was just crazy. Like, dude, all these girls are like throwing themselves, and he's like, ugh. Yeah. Well, maybe it's, I, mean, I guess they know he's rich. They know he grew up with Batman. <laughs> they're like, I know he got adopted by a billionaire. Whether yeah. they know his secret identity or not. Everyone, like, so I don't know, spoilers. <laughs> but, dude, everyone fucking knows he's Robin. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> one thing. It's like, yeah, everyone knows he's Robin. And then there's Hawk and Dove, too, which are kind of, you know, these lesser known DC characters. And, like, uh, Hawk always has his mask on. But Dove is always taking her goggles off. I'm like. You're not even trying. Like, what are you doing? And even her, who, like, she's got her boyfriend still like, I still want to fuck him. Yeah, Again. Yeah. Because she banged him already. Yeah, she banged him already. Like, she was – and I'm. this will spoil a little bit for you. I mean, not really. But she starts off with Hawk, then goes to Robin, then goes back to Hawk. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I haven't seen that far, but and I don't then care. then perhaps back to Robin in the future? We'll see. Season three is coming out. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, he's uh, – was it Star Starfire? And they haven't called her that yet, but she's also yeah. super hot. Like, oh my god, yeah. she's su- outfit's a little weird, but she's super. <laughs> yes, I like what they did with her outfit though. They because Starfire's outfit is kind of weird. She looks kind of like a purple phoenix okay. from uh, X Men, you know, with like dark phoenix style, the green, you know. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, yeah, they just gave her like disco suits, and she's like obsessed with the seventies. Like she drives a seventies <laughs> car, listens to seventies music. Do they explain why she has so much money? No, she's just like throwing hundreds everywhere. Yeah, like. I'm sure because like you know, spoilers if you don't know the character, she's an alien. Um, I'm sure she has some alien thing that just prints money or something like that. It's, it's just, just just ruining our economy. It's just crazy. <laughs> Raven's like, oh, I want to play the arcade. Here's a hundred. Is this enough? Jeez, get out of here. Just throwing down C notes. She's like, this is a hundred. Like, that's all I have. That's all I have. I only have hundreds. <laughs> that's, that's it. Because that's how I roll in space. But yeah, um, it's it's really good. I'm surprised I did pass the um, the um, the other show that popped in. Uh, Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yeah, 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 yeah. That was interesting. It was just weird seeing that they had changed the chief, and that was really weird. Well, it's because that was like kind of like the pilot, you know what I mean? And like, because that was where they appeared first. They did, oh, really? They Then the Doom Patrol show came out afterwards. Oh, okay. So I think with the show, I think they did a good job because Timothy Dalton, I mean, it's Timothy Dalton, James Bond. He's a great fucking actor. You know actor. what I mean? He, he's amazing. And I like Timothy Dalton as like... He was a fine James Bond, whatever. People can argue about that in the comments. But I think he has really started to shine as kind of the weird, creepy old guy. You know what I mean? He plays that role so well. And I, I feel think like it started in, uh, whatchamacallit? Um, hot Fuzz. Yeah, Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is where I was going to say. He's just like such a weirdo. Um, and he plays that role really well in, in Doom Patrol when he's like, banging the cave lady and stuff so I was just like, that was so weird if you guys haven't seen it yeah he bangs a caveman lady it happens cave, later cave lady i was like what uh, as like is this really is this really is are they really they're, they're, really, they're gonna oh they did they did they really did Ooh, that's a that's a hairy titty yeah they did i yeah. thought i imagined it, but they did right yeah there's a hair titty in there yeah cave titty yeah yeah hey everyone's cold they're yeah. huddled together for warmth things happen in the cave she's probably really warm yeah with all the <laughs> all fur the smell was probably God awful. Yeah, I don't, she had magic, so she could have magic. Magi- magically hygiened. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, my nerdy confession is, uh, you know, I talked a little bit last episode about the new uh, Stormlight Archive uh, book that came out. Um, so it came out probably two weeks ago now that you guys are listening to this, but it's only been out a week for me, um, and I'm halfway done with it. I'm, I've reached like the halfway part. I'm like 600 pages into the 1,200 page book. I'm catching up to you, but I'm not that. I just like I sit there and I just like that's my new deal at night. I read it for like three hours a night, and it's <laughs> it's so much fun. I'm um, super excited about some of the stuff that's happening. I'm excited. Once you're done with it, we'll do a full like a full in depth review. Oh, for sure. I I th- all, all the reading YouTubers have already like beat us to it because they got advanced copies. So shame on you, Daniel Green. I know you. <laughs> Um, but, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think by the time we're both done with it, sufficient time, we'll just talk full spoilers. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. We'll do a spoiler free and a spoiler section of that book. But. I'm going to try my best not to describe the magic in it just cause I know it's going to sound dumb and I don't want to turn away people from it. Like I want people to actually read it. I think, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's hard to describe the magic system, uh, while making it sound as cool as this. Um, and not only that, but like, especially in this book, I'm sure you, you've noticed already, there is, you're introduced to all the other Knights Radiant. So all the different classes and stuff. So, I mean, we're getting introduced to new powers that we haven't even seen yet, you know? And it's just, it was like, oh my God, it's hard to keep all of them straight once it's going. But like, man. There's some good stuff happening in this book. I'm, you know, I think Brandon Sanderson does a really good job with character, um, and world building. World building. Um, it's like I, I've, I'm not disappointed at all with it. Uh, I think I, there's still other parts of other books that I like way more. Like book two is like top of the list. It's just so good. That's the one with like it's all Kaladin all the time. Big old battle at the end. Yeah, it's, that's not the tournament one with Alad with uh, Adolin. Adolin. Uh, I believe, I believe it is actually. I think that might have. Yeah, that was that was a good one. That was that was really good. Aelin's like the best dude. <laughs> I think he's. I, I have a sneaking suspicion they're gonna turn him evil or attempt to turn him evil, and I, I, I'm gonna be very upset if that happens. <laughs> he's he's just like the ultimate bro. Um, and for those of you who haven't read it, basically, there's a high prince uh, who's kind of like a a local king. And his son is this, like, ultimate dueling guy. He's, like, the super handsome, like, Jamie Lannister type. 
Kind only, of, only he's an actual good person. Yeah. Well, you think you know, you think he's the snotty guy, and you know, whatever. well, you you kind of almost want him to be. Yeah, you want him to be like a <laughs> kind of a dickhole. Um, and, and but he's nice. He's like kind to the poor people, which no one is in this. In he's like, super obsessed with fashion, which <laughs> like is played up quite a bit in this book. Um, but at one point, like he. He's trying to win these like magical swords for his family. Yeah, it does sound stupid when you kind of yeah, describe it's, it. It's it's weird. Like I and I just bear with us. Just bear with us. <laughs> but he's trying to win these magical swords for his family so his father can like become more powerful. He keeps getting backstabbed and stuff like that. So he's been dueling people to win these swords, and he he takes on like two or three. It was two people at once. It was two, which was unheard of. Unheard of. Like two full. Like they're decked out in magical armor, magical swords, and they basically teamed up on him. And, and he, he did all right for a little bit. Yeah, he did all better right. than anyone would have been. Yeah, exactly. And then they I forget what happened exactly, but they like cheated, they cheated. somehow. Yeah. And then um, and so this other guy, Calden, who's another main character, who's like a slave at this point, um, he jumps in and like no armor, no armor, no magical sword. But he, at this point, he had some magical powers and they fucking like lethal weapon back to back, like fucking beat the guys off and stuff, beat them off with both hands. <laughs> ah! um, but he, he helps uh, save Adolin, but then, you know, through some events, they both, uh, Kaladin gets thrown in jail because as a lower ranking guy, like he asked something of the king that's just, you can't do. So he gets thrown in jail and, and, and Kaladin's all like, I'm so pissed and whatever. And then he gets out like, I don't know, a week later, a week and a half later. <laughs> And as he's getting out, he sees that Adolin is in the jail cell next to him. He's like, what are you doing in here? He's like, well, I'm not going to let you do the time for helping me out. So I've been in here this whole time, too. I'm like, oh, oh, he's the best friend. (laughs) The best. And it's funny because, like, uh, Kaladin hates his guts. He has no reason to hate him. Yeah. But he hates his guts. It's because he's highborn and, like, Kaladin has this thing against highborn guys. And and anytime uh, Adolin does something, some nice guy thing, he's like, fuck, I want to hate you. Yeah. He's like, but you make it really hard. He's like, son of a bitch, I want to hate you so bad. But, yeah, it's the friendship of those two is amazing. And then, like, Adolin even, like, you know, starts banging the girl that Kaladin likes. And um, who also kind of likes Kaladin because she has dual personalities. Split. She's insane. Yeah, she's crazy. Person. She's crazy. I saw an interview with uh, – uh, and one of the cool – just I, I know we were spending two episodes now trying to convince you to buy these books. but We, we don't get any money. We don't get any money. Yeah. We just want more That's people to talk, much we talk like to about it. <laughs> um, but uh, each – like most of the characters in this book is based off of some sort of like – either emotional or mental disorder kind of thing. So Kaladin is depression, right? He's obviously super depressed all the time. He has su- suicidal thoughts at sometimes. Um, he's always dealing with that darkness within himself kind of thing. Um, and then Shalon has multiple personality disorder or whatever, they, whatever they're calling it nowadays, where she basically, as a defense mechanism, has multiple personalities who take over at different times to protect her. And uh, I saw an interview with Brandon Sanderson, and he actually had an expert that he talked to who dealt with cases like that. In the audiobook, uh, he mentions that. Oh, he the, mentioned it? Right, right oh, in the beginning. Oh, in the author's note or yep. something, maybe. Yeah. So I might have skipped that. Oops. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's very interesting that he took the time, really wanted to get it right. Uh, and when you think about, like, those characters, you know, how he designs those characters, it's really cool to, like, try to pick those out like you know shalon also deals with a lot of shame and that's part of what you know ha- you know forces her into that condition Did say what the king was adolin's dad i was blanking on his name right now uh gavilar or no, no or no. adolin's dalinar oh sorry his his yeah dalinar dalinar's his dad i don't know what he would be uh it's probably like alcoholism Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And then, and probably like, you know, just severe regret due to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like his whole, his whole backstory is he used to be this uncontrollable drunk who. Oh, no. He was, he had uncontrollable anger. uh, He, well, he was, he had anger too, which you find out later was caused by a magical thing. Um, But he was always drunk. So I think it's the alcoholism led to that, made him more susceptible. And that. He uh, let his brother get killed, who was the king, you know, 
um, cause he was drunk in a corner somewhere kind of thing. And he had to live with that kind of thing. Yeah. So he's now, now he's turned his life around. He's sober and he's trying to atone for sins by being a better person. So it's, it's really like a symbol of the, like the sobriety program, AA or whatever. So interesting stuff, man. It's, there's a lot of levels to those books and they're also just fun, high fantasy sword fighting books too. So check them out. Stormlight archive. Uh, that's what I'll be reading until I'm done. And then I'm just going to read them all over again. <laughs> Cause I can't, I can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. All righty then. Um, well, we are going to take a, a quick little break, uh, where we're going to try to get a PS five. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back in a minute and we'll let you know how that went. Uh, so we'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. We tried to get a PlayStation 5 um, and uh, failed. Yeah, fuck you, Walmart. Um, and FedEx, still. <laughs> so we'll post that video up on our YouTube channel so you can watch, you can watch our, uh, our disappointment live. Or not live at that point because it's already happened. I'm pretty sure there's a part in there where you can hear my heart break. Yeah, I think. you can actually hear his little heart just shattered right in two. <laughs> But that's okay because we got more Nerds with Friends to talk about. And we thought, you know, the holidays are coming up, Christian. And we, uh, you know, we all like a good holiday movie. Let me move back in frame. I was over, I was over <laughs> closer to you than I normally was for our we did Instagram live video. Um, holidays are coming up. And obviously, we're not going to be doing a lot of things outside this holiday season, right? Who knows what the deal with, like, 2020 is not over, dude. Christmas carolers are not welcome. This, <laughs> I mean, they're never welcome at my house. But uh, th- this year, especially, I think you know, they're not going to sound as good with the masks on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's going to sound terrible. So, uh, what better way to spend the holidays than watching a few holiday movies, right? Um, and I think, you know. There's always the go-to holiday movies, right? You know, you got Christmas Story, Christmas Story, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I know I, I know people love it. I know there's a couple movies like that that people absolutely like. I mean, they'll fight people over that I'm just not a big fan of. You want to know what another one is? This is gonna lose me some street cred. National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. No, I like that one. Okay, I, I like that one. Home Alone. Uh, it's not necessary. It's not necessarily a Christmas movie. It's just a movie that people love. That I'm not. I'm just like. You know. Temple of Doom? Well, people shouldn't like that movie. <laughs> that one I'm aggressive about. No, the one one I, I'm not a huge fan of, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just I don't uh, see the huge mass appeal. The Goonies. Really? Yeah, I don't give a shit about The Goonies. It's fucking classic. It's fine. Yeah, I, it's, it's not a bad movie. I'm not like Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom, which is a objectively movie. bad movie. Um, but the thing with The Goonies is I'm just like, it's fine. It's little kids on an adventure. I'm just like I don't see why people like like Dude, people like, get Goonies tattoos and shit it's like, like that. The f- it's like what started like Stranger Things. It's like you know like yeah, Stranger Things is so much better. <laughs> I like Stand by Me. Stand by Me is a good. I mean, yeah, but, different. Okay, different so what like together. like what is it about Goonies that you're like meh? No, it. I just didn't care for it. It was like oh uh, you know they go for some treasure and then there's you know it's the bumbling uh, adults who can't take out some little kids. <laughs> And then there's the hey you go you know not the the sloth guy yeah sloth he's awesome I, I just don't I don't care I mean it's fine if you love Goonies I'm sorry this is not an anti Goonies rant Thanos was in it you know Thanos like, was in it yeah that's that's why he turned so evil yeah the Goonies <laughs> in the Goonies um but uh, yeah it, it's fine it's a fine movie it's it's okay I just I don't see the like I don't understand like the ultimate hype of it. but this is not a segment about the Goonies. <laughs> Or even about movies that I don't like. This is a segment about holiday movies that are non-traditional holiday movies. So no National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. No Christmas Story. We're not even going to do Die Hard, which is, I think, like everyone's non-traditional, you know. We're using that as our baseline. That's our baseline. Like Die Hard, I think we can all agree, is a Christmas slash holiday movie. But... It's it's also just an action movie that happens to take place on Christmas, but it has that feel to it where, you know, people are singing songs, people are dressed as Santa, 
but it's not the first movie you think of when you think of Christmas, right? You know, it's not it's not Christmas themed, so to speak. So we each came up with a couple different movies. That I, I brought a big list because we tend to we tend to cross double, over yeah. a little bit, yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, we decided we're going to each give you guys three, a couple more, some honorable mentions at the end. Movies that are great holiday, not even just Christmas necessarily, because you know. You celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus for the rest of us. Whatever it is you're celebrating, the time when you're stuck at home with your family more than normal because of the pandemic. And you're sick of staring at their dumb faces. Yeah, their dumb faces. And they got you shitty socks again. And I'm like, Dad, I don't want any more socks. I wanted a, I wanted a Ninja Turtle van. <laughs> Those are expensive. Those are expensive, yeah. Well, that's why you should have gotten it for me when I was a little kid. When they were cheap. <laughs> but uh, you want to go first with your first movie, Christian? Or All right. Let's see what I want to pick. First. What do I want to pick? All right. Holiday movies. Non-traditional. Batman Returns. Fuck. You got the- All that's right. Okay. That's right, okay. No, 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 no. I, I, got, I, got I, have, a- I have other ones. I have other no, ones. I got a- no, that's fine. That's fine. All right. I'll take it back. Take it back. Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon is a good one. So uh, people forget it was during Christmas. I know? just rewatched the first Lethal Weapon like last week. Yeah, I mean this dude was this cop was trying to kill himself during Christmas. Yeah, he was upset. <laughs> yeah, fucking Mel Gibson was a sad boy. Yeah, he got better, yeah. kind of, kind of, <laughs> just got to be adopted by a black family. Yeah, they were they were kinder than they needed to be with him. Yeah, yeah, I I I do love that movie, and it's like. It's one of those things where, like, aside from, like, you know, it's starting off with some topless hoe bag jumping off a building. She, she was coked out. Was yeah. it coke? She was it on was, something. It was, like, coke mixed with something weird, and that's what made her go crazy, I think. I should know. I just watched it last week. <laughs> you know what's funny is I saw that movie as a kid, and now it's like, I should not have been allowed to watch this movie <laughs> yeah, as a kid. There's titties everywhere, yeah. and drugs, and violence. Um, and then, um, you know, it starts off like a standard 80s action movie but then under under it all after mel gibson murders a bunch of guys at a christmas tree lot um there's a story funny be- enough they weren't even criminals they just all wanted trees that he wanted it was weird <laughs> no he was they were selling a pound of cocaine <laughs> so he's like slapping himself right he's yeah. Doing the- yeah and he did cocaine <laughs> like i'm like what the fuck he's just like yeah yeah, yeah i'm crazy yeah he's dude that movie was weird <laughs> Uh, it's great though, uh, but yeah, it's one of those things where it's, um, you know, underneath it all, you know, there's a story of a guy who's alone on Christmas, yeah, and another family who brings him in. Doesn't matter that he's a racist Australian cop. Well, to be fair, in the movie, he's not a he's racist not, yeah. Australian cop. We don't Just, know. So he didn't get that far in real life. In real life, he's racist. racist Australian. Um, did a really good job losing the Australian accent, you know? Yeah, You for see sure. him in interviews and stuff. He doesn't speak Australian that much. Good day, mate. Um, shout out to our Australian fans. Uh, but, yeah, th- there is kind of a Christmassy message in there, right? Yeah. So I like that. Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. So hopefully Danny Glover will invite you to his house. Yeah. Merry yeah. Christmas. <laughs> um, and uh, my pick, which you kind of uh, you picked as well, and it's a good pick, I think. Batman Returns. Yep. Which, you know, as much as I love the original Batman by Tim Burton, Batman Returns, I think, is a better movie overall, right? Jack Nicholson's Joker, amazing, of course, but Danny DeVito as the fucking penguin. You know, actually, that's. that's Christopher Walken as whoever that was supposed to be, Billy D. Williams as Harvey Dent, and Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. You know what? That's that's actually a great. Point about Danny DeVito, I would have never, like, if someone said, "Oh, Danny DeVito playing a villain," I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" But he, he actually did look, managed to look creepy, and at sometimes fucking scary. Like when he bit the dude's nose, I'm like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Or when he's like, he's like sitting in his like onesie, his fat onesie, and he's like cracks a fish open. He's like, yeah. He's just like munching on the fish, and I'm like, dude, what the, what the fuck is that? The guy from Twins? Yeah. This was a long time ago when I saw that movie. <laughs> no, yeah, he. I was surprised. Like, dude, this guy, this guy got range. Yeah, but of course, it all occurs around Christmas time. There's um, Tim Burton has his, you know, his very dark, like weird Tim Burtony look. I don't know how else you would describe it, but you know, if you've seen one Tim Burton movie, you know kind of what you're in for. Um, and basically, uh, 
there's penguins with rocket launchers on them and stuff. I mean, it's it's a Christmas miracle this movie. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's like a parade or something like that that's all Christmas themed. It's a good good holiday movie, you know. Plus, again, it's about a, an orphan who is still dealing with his the loss of his parents and how he overcomes that on Christmas, and it's by uh, beating up psychopaths. In a I bat, thought you were saying, bat. It's about this sad boy whose uh, parents didn't love him because he was ugly. And then they put him in a little river, and they sent him away to live with penguins. Yeah, it's the story of Moses. <laughs> that was a penguin. Yeah, yeah. That that you didn't read that in the Bible, Christian. No. Yeah, no, I'm Catholic. Mo- they like us being ignorant. Moses was raised by penguins, and that's why when he built the ark, the penguins were first in line. Nice, holding little. That was fins. Noah. Uh, I want to throw. Know. I want to throw that in there to see if you noticed. No, this has been another religious talk with Cody and Christian. <laughs> One day, one day we'll get something right. Probably, you know what I mean. It's Noah's Ark. I get it. Like that was a joke, okay. Um, and Moses probably wasn't. We weren't there again. This is all allegedly. <laughs> Moses was not raised by penguins to become a supervillain who favored umbrellas. That did not happen. That we know of. That we know of. Could have, but allegedly did not happen. Next next movie, Christian. Um, I don't. Okay, you can tell me if this is a traditional one or not because I have others. Mm-hmm. Scrooged, Scrooge. It's Bill Murray. Uh, it's not Scrooge, but Scrooge. Yeah, I know exactly. First of all, great movie. There's there's no denying how good that movie is. Um, it's kind of non traditional because it's definitely not what you expect from a. Uh, you know, like a Christmassy type movie because he plays a very unlikable person. But it is a retelling of the Christmas. All right, so I'll pick a different one. I'll pick a different one. Okay, don't have to. But that's a good pick. You should all watch Scrooged. Your favorite Gremlins. Okay, I knew that was coming up. <laughs> I fucking. I didn't it. know whether to do a second, first, or last. So I figured I'd just do it now. Uh, and I didn't put a Gremlin up, dude. I can't fucking believe that I didn't set up a Gremlin. Yeah. Uh, so such a shame. Fuck. <laughs> Great. Fucking classic movie takes place during Christmas. Story: a young man receiving a little, little cute little guy. I won't. I don't want to call him a monster, but he's not an actual uh, animal. He's a creature, beast of some sort. From his dad, hardworking dude. I don't know how he makes money. His inventions never fucking work. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I don't know. I guess you know, white living in a small it's, town. He's just that white privilege. Just fucking, you get to just. What he does is he buys things off of Chinese guys. And yeah. he resells them at a higher price. Yeah. And then That's he how he got the gremlin. Gets them wet, and then he's got more. Yeah. Infinite supply. Infinite supply. It's called supply and demand. This has been economics with Cody and Christian. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I fucking love it. Um, every Christmas, or at least holiday season, I have to rewatch it. Um, I wish that there was more behind-the-scenes stuff, but like, it's just they haven't like done an updated sure. like Blu-ray or like with more director's cuts, but like I... I feel like I know everything about the goddamn movie. I could talk about it for hours. Definitely watch it. Anyone wants to talk about it, hit me up on any of the Twitters or fucking Instagram. I could talk about it for hours. Now, was was uh, were the Gremlins made by uh, Jim Henson? It was was he part of the creature no, creation? No, no, no. Fuck. They seemed almost uh, almost. Uh, cre- uh, they Jim still Henson. hold up today. Like those yeah. practical effects I mean, are amazing. I- I'll give Gremlins. I know I give shit on gremlins a lot and it's mostly because i like to give christian a hard time um though again it's that's one of those movies where i'm like okay i get it it's little monsters um but i will say creature design was amazing yeah amazing like everyone you know sees gizmo they know they might not even know his name is gizmo but they'll know he's from gremlins right like it's just one of those things where it's instantly recognizable what was he called? He's called like a... Mogwai. Mogwai. I keep wanting to say Guaylo, but that's like a round eye. <laughs> what the f- Yeah. <laughs> he did have round eyes, to be fair, I guess. Yeah. So do I. That, that's what they call me sometimes. Guaylo. Uh, that's from a Jackie Chan movie, I believe. Shanghai Nights, maybe? Probably. Who knows? Anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, I think very in- instantly recognizable um, you know, character design. And also... The marketability of a Baby Yoda. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, there we wouldn't have Baby Yoda if we didn't have Gizmo. For sure. So I'll give I'll give him that. Same ears. Same ears. Yeah, they just ripped him off of a Gizmo doll and threw him <laughs> out of Baby Yoda. <laughs> Spray painted him green. With a little pink in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say I'd say it's fair to say, like the cuteness of 
like a gizmo. Uh, without it, we would not have a, a baby Yoda. So that's that's a good pick. Love it. Watch it. All right, my second pick. I think you might have picked this one too. If if I know you, <laughs> trading places. Yes, you are on that. Oh yeah, yeah for pick. sure. Trading places. Great. Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray. I uh, not Bill Murray. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Bill Murray. Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge. Scrooge is a good movie. I think everyone should watch Scrooge. But Trading Places uh, with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, so effing good. And the and let me just get this out of the way. The reason why I always think of it around Christmas time is when Dan Aykroyd is in the Santa suit eating the smoked salmon. And he the gets original the bad Santa. Yeah, the original bad Santa, indeed. Um, and he's eating the salmon and he's getting a beard. And he looks so mouth. fucking gross. <laughs> gross. Like. Yeah, it's just so gross. So the story is kind of like, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a comedy classic, and basically uh, Dan Aykroyd is like a very wealthy like stock trader, stock business broker, guy, yep. whatever, um, and Eddie Murphy is like a hobo, right? Yeah. Fair to say. Grifter, I guess. Grifter, yeah. Uh, you know, street person. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call him. And essentially, uh, through like a weird bet amongst Dan Aykroyd's Uber rich. Like, I don't know if they were his mentors, mentors or whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're like his, you know, his mentors slash sponsors, whatever the guys who, you know. So they're, yeah. they're the Koch brothers, basically. Yeah, basically. is what they are. <laughs> One of them's thought process is like, oh, it's about it's nature, you know, it's uh the genes, you know, it's what it is. You're born this way, yeah. And like, if you have these genes, you can become rich, even though you're if you became broke. It was the eighties, yeah, know, racism, you know. And the other guy was just like, no, 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 it's about uh, you know, like nurture, nurture, yeah. He's like, you know, if you put someone in the right place, give them the right tools, like you know, it anybody doesn't really matter. Be, yeah, anybody can be successful. So they bet each other a, a dollar. dollar. Right, a dollar that um, one guy, you know, they could basically what was it ruin Dan Aykroyd yeah. and bring up and make successful Eddie Murphy, who's been living on the streets, and so they do. They trade places essentially, and uh, Dan Aykroyd does not take it well. No, and Eddie Murphy obviously like a duck to water. Hilarity ensues. You well, know? Not really. He's struggling in the beginning. He's but, struggling yeah. in the beginning, but you know, he's got a nice suit. He gets tailored up. And then, of course, you know, there's some hijinks that happen later on. Um, but watching Dan Aykroyd as this, like, cocky business guy just, like, f- fall from grace was, oh, my God. It's, like, it's comedy gold. And you know what's funny is those two guys, the rich guys, they show up in Coming to Coming America, to America yeah. right? They yeah. were homeless at that point. They point. were homeless because at the end of this, it doesn't go so well for like them. Mortimer, we're back in business when he gets like the money from. Uh, yeah. And so I like that. King, uh, was it Prince Akeem? Yeah, Prince Akeem. Yeah. I like that expanded universe um, aspect of it. You know, it's like they were doing it before Marvel. Marvel taking us. <laughs> like, hey, we should do trading places, but stealing with superheroes. Bo- stealing again from black people, dude. Yeah, right there. exactly. <laughs> but so good. Um, if you guys haven't watched it, trading places is amazing. Christian, I'm trying to pick one that you your... might not have picked. Let's see. Here, let me pull up my list so I can show you. Um, oh yeah, you, you didn't you didn't pick this one. It's not even anywhere close to a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay, I'll say uh, Eyes Wide Shut. <laughs> it takes place during Christmas. My kind of Christmas party, Christian. This is orgies, yeah, just masks, yeah, and naked ladies. I love it. Yeah, I mean it was it was. It's not a traditional fucking Christmas movie. Okay. It's, what did you think of that movie? Stanley Kubrick, first of all. Um, it's it's definitely weird, but it's uh, it's like a good weird. I no I normally don't like movies that were like, well, okay, what what's the point that you're trying to make? Um, but I mean, I, it's probably the amazing breasts that are in it that probably <laughs> saved it for me. I don't know. Yeah, he, you're like you're like, oh my god, that's Nicole Kidman and she's nude. What I was talking about the masked women there. Oh going yeah, the masked ladies. Yep. Um, it, it's I weird. Think it's Stanley Kubrick's last movie, right before he died. No, wasn't it uh, I Robot? Didn't he start I Robot? Oh, maybe he, like started I Robot. And I think his uh, last finished movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, I will say, beautifully shot, and it's a very for a movie that's not really a. It's not horror, but it's, it's not a horror it's movie. Still creepy. It's still creepy and suspenseful. And I remember the first time I watched that movie um, by myself, (laughs) Um, I was like, at the end of it, I was like so freaked out because like they, 
you know, they basically spoilers for this movie that came out in like what 1998 or some shit like that. No, no, no. It wasn't that long ago, but um, uh, they basically ruined Tom Cruise's life. Yep. Like because he was at this secret society thing and like broke the rules, and the secret society people are like everywhere. And I was like, dude, that freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I was just like, what? They can do that? Oh, for sure. And you know, and here I was watching this movie that I was probably too young to watch. How old are you? Uh, it was when it had just come out on video on VHS. So I'm I'm judging it by by that. Um, let's see, eyes wide shut. It's a 1999 erotic mystery. That's I guess psych- that's... psychological drama. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, 1999. I was only one year off. There you go. Um, so 1999, I was 12. Oh, perfect time to watch. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was I was a little you know just discovering how to jerk it. Yeah, for sure. And in enjoying that very much. Um, and but then you know you realize that if you break the rules, they could ruin your life. And that's a very hard lesson to learn when you're watching a movie full of naked ladies to jerk it to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I mean like he should have just kept his mouth shut. I mean, you gotta keep your that's mouth shut. Christmas lesson right there. Snitches get their life ruined. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my last one. This is about as non-traditional as you get, Christian. All right. All right? Reindeer Games. I thought about Reindeer Games because I love me some Ben Affleck and Charlize Theron. Um, No, this is not in any way, shape, or form a Christmas movie. But for me, it feels like Christmas because I watch it every holiday season. Okay. Star Wars, Episode Four: A New Hope. Okay. And I don't know what the reason- I thought you were going to say maybe the one in Hoth, but you know- uh, it normally leads into that for sure. Like, like when I start watching Star Wars, I'm not going to watch one Star Wars, Christian. Yeah. Okay. Um, but for some reason, I, either it's on TV every holiday and I just start watching it or I'm just, the mood hits me. I just want to watch Star Wars. So like basically every year of my life and there'll be other times a year I watch it too, but I always, I always throw on Star Wars and just the crawl just makes me feel, maybe it's just like. Being home and hanging out with my family, you know, I want to throw on a movie that I can just like chill and enjoy, and then you know, uh, but yeah, Star Wars: A New Hope, and then of course Empire and Return of the Jedi too. Yeah, nothing says Christmas like Tatooine, a yeah, desert fucking planet. <laughs> Again, you know, it's a it's a story about an orphan who you know finds this you know weird uncle that he didn't know he had, takes him in, shows him things he's never seen before, touches him in places he's never been touched before. <laughs> That might be the sounds like Christmas. Sounds like Christmas to me. You know what's interesting? I just saw someone <laughs> posted a video when um, then he finds out his dad's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, when uh, um, Obi Wan is like talking to Luke about Anakin, and like they spliced in like edits of like the past movies. Yeah. And like with his reaction of him being sad and thinking, I was like, dude, it hits. It hits better. Fucking Sir Alec Guinness does not get enough credit. I mean, he was knighted, so maybe he does get enough credit, but. I mean, him as Obi-Wan Kenobi and, like, the, the sadness he feels for something that wasn't even written yet. Yeah, yeah. We just knew that they had worked together in the Clone Wars and, you know, they were friends. And But, yeah, going back, knowing what we know, what happened in Star Wars and stuff, um, oh, so good. And have you seen – there's an edit that they've done for the fight between him and Darth Vader. Have you seen that? Yes, where they added extra clips – where yeah. it was more more epic, right? Exactly, more more akin to the fights we you see. You know, for being fan made, that was pretty good. It was real good, and it was cut in between with with the with the actual two of them. Obviously, they had a stunt guy, you know, jumping around and swirling around for you know both characters realistically, <laughs> but also for old man Obi Wan. But it just goes to show you that that movie, like, just it just keeps on giving. You know what I mean? That's that's the spirit of the holidays. Yeah. Except for the new Star Wars movies. Mando's carrying all of them. You know, my opinion on Star Wars, Christian, it's not a popular one. (laughs) And here, and here. I'm going by what people say. I personally like all of them. To be like, that's my opinion. Is I like, I love all Star Wars. It doesn't matter how good or how bad it is. Star Wars, like, I can throw it on and just sit, sit back and enjoy it. Sure. I, I would have wanted to see, you know, Luke Skywalker actually fight Kylo Ren and maybe have a redemption. That that would have been cool. But you know what was also pretty cool? 
what happened in the last Jedi. You know, sure. I I thought it was a little cheesy that Ray was like, my name's Ray Skywalker. When first of all, no, it's not, bitch. But you know, uh, but I can see why they chose to do that and having Luke and Leia in the background. It's fine. I was just excited in the first one or the first of the of the last ones, I guess. Uh, where Force was, Awakens. Yeah, where I was like, oh shit, like they might Finn might be a Jedi because you yeah. know he. He fucking picked up the lightsaber and he did all right against Kylo Ren, mm-hmm. who's had years of training. You know, even like got him on the arm, and then they did nothing with him. Yeah, there's missed opportunities for sure. And but I mean, it's the same. It's the same with any of the, you know, uh, Star Wars movies. There's there's if you pick it apart too much, yeah, yeah. Maybe the Ewoks weren't as cool as everyone thought they were going to be, right? Take that back. I love the Ewoks. Like I'm not going to apologize for it. Like when the one little Ewok was trying to wake up the other. Little Ewok, that's the saddest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> One teddy bear trying to wake the other teddy bear. <laughs> I was just like, dude, I fucking. They don't get enough respect. They were also they're cannibals. In... They well, they're not. I guess they're not cannibals, but they eat humans. <laughs> like they ate those stormtroopers. Oh, yeah. That's what they don't show. It's good meat. They're not gonna and let the, them. Then go they on. fucking play drums on the helmet. You know what I mean? Dude, they took down big ass heavy machinery with, with like jungle rope. Yeah, jungle rope. Like where'd they get the rope? They made it out of hair maybe like their own hair yeah tree bark was it made out of their own hair um and they worship robots so you know how different are they from us really christian (laughs) here we are trying to fucking slave getting a ps5 (laughs) yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) we're the same yeah we got fucking a million electronic devices and i'm gonna go home and play my playstation 5 and speak to alexa so you know who's the real villains here um but yeah you know it's I love all Star Wars. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts around it. You know, I love me some Phantom Menace, which gets shit on a lot. Phantom Menace is a good movie. Whoa, that was a cool sound. Um, Phantom Menace, you got, now this is pod racing. You know what's funny? I was thinking that, yeah. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, dude, like when people shit on the movie, I was like, I remember when I saw it as a kid in the movie theater, I thought the pod race was amazing. Yeah. Like, and I think it still holds up today. It still holds up. There, I mean, there's some weird, you know, there's some, like, slapsticky stuff. Like, Jar Jar Binks can get fucked. But, you know, <laughs> it's it's one of those things, like, overall, it was good. You know, you got, you know, Qui-Gon Jinn was a cool Jedi who didn't play by the rules. Turn in your lightsaber, Jinn. You're out of here. You're on suspension. He's like, fine, take it. Um, that's Lethal Weapon slash... Slash Phantom Menace. Uh, You got Obi-Wan, a young Obi-Wan, and then you have uh, Darth Maul, you know, who, for a guy who gets killed off immediately, um, who had like two lines in the whole movie. Also, you know, know, it's an interesting thing I learned uh, the other day is that Ray Park, who played Darth Maul, right? Yep. He's also a stunt guy. Also, a stunt guy. Also played Toad in X Men, right? Um, and various other things, of course. Ray Park's been around the block. But he did not speak Darth Maul's, like, two lines in that movie. Really? Yeah. It was some other, like, British dude who they got to... I'm like, dude, come on, man. Like, he's... Darth Maul, like, what did he say? He's like, yes, master, the Jedi were there. And that's, like, it. And that's, like, it for the whole movie. He's not an actor. He's a stunt guy. Like, he... Anybody <laughs> could do those. I just did it. That was the whole movie. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about after we were going to do another take of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah we'll t- take it from the top. Um, but yeah, it's, it's one of those interesting things, you know. Um, but I mean, the Duel of the Fates is arguably one of the best lightsaber fights in all of Star Wars. The song. Are you talking about well, the song? Well, the duel, yeah, the song, of course, is excellent. That's one of those. It's one of those songs that that holds up to the original Star Wars soundtrack. It's also one that, like, I can hear and it can get my blood pumping. Yeah, it's so good. But you know, another interesting fact: I watch a lot of Star Wars videos in my spare time, obviously. But it really was a duel of the fates, and I think this was Dave Filoni who who talked about it. I know this is getting off in a little bit of a Star Wars tangent, but. You love Star Wars. We love Star Wars. Um, Dave Filoni was really talking about it, where that really was the duel of Anakin's fate. Yeah. Because if if Qui Gon stays alive, then he get, Anakin gets raised by Qui Gon, who is the father figure that he needs, who you know is going to teach him the Force and take the time and really you know turn him into a good person, a good man. But 
because Qui-Gon dies and Obi-Wan raises Anakin, Obi-Wan doesn't necessarily even like Anakin. He agrees with the Jedi Council that he's too old and so therefore doesn't want to train him. And he's more of an older brother figure, right? He's not that father figure because, you know, even though Ewan McGregor was way older than, uh, I forget, Jake, whatever. What's I don't know, but doesn't he's in jail now. Oh, yeah, that's right. Little Anakin's in jail. He was also the kid from the uh, Jingle, Jingle All the Way, way bringing it all back. But anyway, um, so Obi-Wan takes over, and he's like an older brother figure, doesn't want to train him, agrees with the council, and therefore, like, you know, leads to some sibling rivalry, butting of the heads kind of thing, um, which eventually leads to Anakin turning to the dark side. So it really saw, was a duel of... I saw that race. video, and it's like, that guy is just such a natural storyteller. Just like, Dave Filoni. Yeah, just hearing him tell that story. It's like, dude... He's amazing. I want him and John Favreau to do all Star Wars yeah, just from now give, on. Give him, give them everything. Yeah, just, just sell them Lucasfilm. <laughs> like Kathleen Kennedy, get your get out of there. You, you're just gonna ruin it. Um, but yeah, th- that's that's one of the reasons why. That's a long way of saying that's why I watch Star Wars <laughs> every holiday season. Um, did you have you had some honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, the, we don't have to go. Planes, trains, and automobiles is one of my favorite ones. But I feel like that that's, is a it's a Thanksgiving movie, you know. Is they're, it? They're going home for Thanksgiving. Holy shit! I've always yeah. thought it was Christmas. Nope, they're going for, for Thanksgiving. I'm pretty sure. Huh. Okay. Um, John Candy and Steve Martin. I mean, one of the all-time greatest ones. When he's like, remember when they're, they're like sharing the one bed? He's like, "Where's your hand?" He's like, "Oh, it's in between these two warm pillows." Like, those aren't pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I just always remember the scene where he's like selling uh, those ring or what are they, the rings for his shower curtains? But he's like. Yeah. Making up bullshit reasons for different yeah, people. Like, See these stainless steel ones or whatever, you know? Yeah, and and then he was like, "Oh, you could use this for whatever." Yeah, he he had to sell to like make get them food for the yeah, yeah. or a train ticket or whatever. Oh, I but miss yeah. John Candy. John Candy was great. Yeah. Uh, Rocky four. Rocky four. Uh, is that the Mr. T one or is that three? No, that's three. Uh, Russian. Oh, that was with uh, Drogo. Yes. I would break you. Yeah, that's right. It was Christmas. The fi- yeah, the final fight was like towards uh, towards Christmas. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we threw out Reindeer Games. Reindeer Games, yeah. Uh, Life of Brian, which I was surprised happened. Oh, around- Mon- Monty Python. Yeah, nice. <laughs> surprise happened around Christmas. That's one of those ones where I can't I can't think of what happens in that one off the top of my head. I, like Holy Grails is one thing, but uh- they confuse this guy named Brian for being the Messiah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do remember <laughs> and that. They one. murder him. Yeah. Instead of Jesus. That's great. It's another religious one. We're just going to start a religious podcast. Yes, why not? Um, and then another one I had, uh, Love Actually. Which, yep, I, mean, I have it on there. It's, it's actually one of my favorites. I love that movie. Yeah. Like, I'm holding up the signs to that movie where it's like, I've always loved you. And it's like, that's <laughs> Rick from Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that movie. Super young. Super young, yeah. Um, yeah, that movie was great. The the comedy in it is great. Bill Nye, uh, oh hilarious, was hilarious. With fucking because I always see him as like a villain, but it was the first time to see him as like this lovable fucking drug or I guess former drug addict. Uh, yeah, like old washed up rock star guy. Yeah, he was fucking hilarious. I feel it in my fingers. I feel it in my toes. <laughs> that one, and he plays it naked. Yeah, that was so great. And then he has like a, a Rowan Atkins, even though he had a very small fucking role. Yeah, he was amazing. Yep. Um, and uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, Liam Neeson's yeah, in it too. <laughs> Bringing it full circle. Full circle, back to Star Wars. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed those. Um, any other notable ones? I should... uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course. Uh, on Her more Majesty's. Of a, more of a Halloween movie. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Ooh, James Bond. James Bond. Uh, that, that one is, uh, is that Timothy Dalton? No, um, I, I believe it was still. Sean Connery? Yeah. And while you're looking that up. Yep. In Bruges. Oh, dude, In Bruges. Slept on movie. I yeah. feel like it never got the respect it should have. Great movie, great acting. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's In Her Majesty's uh, Secret, or On Her Majesty's Secret Service, which I just learned today that I mispronounce every time. I always say In. I thought it was. Oh. On Her Majesty's. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I said it right. Oops. Yeah, you said it right. Uh, that's the one movie with George Lassenby. Oh, nice. As uh, James Bond, where James Bond gets married. <laughs> Then and she dies. Then she dies because <laughs> everyone's like, uh, "We can't end yeah, this franchise. Can't have this fucking we got to make that money." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I think Sean Connery came back for one more after that. I think if if I'm, you know, there's some James Bond heads out there who remember that. Um, but yeah, 
check out those movies. You know, let us know what some of your favorite, like non-traditional, non-Christmassy Christmas movies are. Um, and uh, I think Scrooge is a good one. You know, I I think it it's just it's the Christmas Carol. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, and then just uh, uh, with Bill Murray. Yeah, Trading Places is great. Um, Reindeer Games also fantastic, and of course, Die Hard and Die Hard Two, Die Harder, both Christmas movies. You know that's what kind of gave us the inspiration for this to begin with. Um, so let us know in the comments what are some of your favorite non-Christmassy Christmas movies. They have a little Christmas in them, a little hint. But what are some of the movies you watch when you're uh, home for the holidays? Because uh, let's face it, we're all pretty much home for the holidays. Yeah. Except for rich people, they're still flying around doing whatever they want. Yeah, going private islands, or going whatever. private islands with their eyes wide shut orgy parties. <laughs> they got to wear them. Only now the masks make more sense. Yeah. yeah, now it's just it just it doesn't cover their eyes. Yeah, it's just it covers their mouth and and nose, but they're still just banging everyone yeah. randomly. Yep, crazy orgies. God, happy holidays, everybody! <laughs> uh, but make sure you guys are uh, like and subscribe this video. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. What's the other one called? TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> Only fans. Yeah. We're working on that. We're working on that. Yeah. We just let us know what you would want from a Nerds with Friends Only Fans. Cause we're desperate enough to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope you guys have a great holidays. We will, of course, be back next week with some more fun holiday theme stuff, which we'll think of between now and then. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that that just about does it. Um, Christian. As always, I mean... It was fun almost getting a PS5. It was fun almost getting a PS5. You know, that's that's what Stormlight Archive teaches us is it's journey before destination. And we just keep journeying and journeying and journeying. Over and over and, and over. over again. And to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.